This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. We're down here at Bullfrog Spas. Craig Bowlerjack in the house. I'll be in for the vacationing Jake Scott. And uh, Bowler, uh, thanks for sitting in. I couldn't pass it up, pal. Austin, you know? Austin's back at the mothership. Yeah, he's back behind the glass. And we're Bullfrog Spas. Yeah, nice. Nice place. 146 South, 668 West. And Jazz Swag is staring me in the face. Drive by on your way home. Pick it up. We want you guys to have it. Uh, or I'll have to take it home. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see you pick all that stuff up. No, it's here. Uh, come get it. Yeah. Uh, Bowler, we have a couple guests uh, that are tied with BYU. Chad Lewis, a former BYU tight end. And I think he is uh, like the emperor down there. No, he the athletic is. Department, you know huh? what? The tight end. Okay, the tight end. The tight end. And uh, Tanner Mangum, <laughs> former Cougar quarterback, will join us at the 5 o'clock hour. But let's get out to on the zone phone to Chad uh, right this very second. Chad, how are you? Hey, what's up? What's up? This is, uh, I feel like Marty McFly in Back to the Future, and it's 1996, and we're talking football again. Yeah. Chad, how, it's good to hear your voice, pal. It's uh, really, uh, this guy, uh, we've been, we, we've known Chad forever. And by the way, we wanted to make sure we had your, uh, your title correct at Brigham Young. We got the right emperor. Is emperor? It is? Uh, is it the emperor? The no, definitely end. not emperor. Definitely, yeah, it's just. I am the associate athletic director at BYU for development. Development means fundraising. So I work with Tom Homo every day, and my job is to run the fundraising team. All right. How, you know what? Let's start with this before we go rivalry, because Gordon and I were talking earlier about the transition that a lot of people go through who've played at high, high levels. Uh, and, uh, Chad, you know, an All-American uh, at BYU, you go to the National Football League, uh, you have success, and you and I have talked about that last touch you had, uh, NFC Championship touchdown, and then the injury occurred on that same play. Um, the transition from f- professional football to the private life, and we're going to transition into a reason why I'm asking you this question, but was it difficult, more difficult for you than you thought, or was it an easier transition, maybe because you had family, friends that surrounded you? But it, was it difficult to step out of that spotlight after all the years in it? Um, the spotlight is one thing. The transition is another. The transition includes the spotlight, but... I was lucky because I was surrounded by great family and friends. and um, But that transition is really difficult. And I think the reason it's so difficult is you have to step out of your the, the little trap of fame that you got, which is just an illusion. you got to step out of that thing. And you have to engage in life just as hard as you engaged in football. And the scary part is you don't know other stuff like you know football you've been so comfortable doing it since you're a little kid and all of a sudden you have to either jump back in school or take an entry-level job and people are saying hey uh nice job last year catching that touchdown but can you please uh scrub that table over there buddy and so it's difficult for a lot of guys making that transition just to normal work and being a normal guy and so one of the reasons there's such a high bankruptcy rate for professional athletes 
as they exit their career is they're almost frozen from going in and taking an entry-level job and just getting started. They'll just not do anything until their resources and their money is just completely gone, and then they have no choice. And so it's, it's weird. Chad, let me read you a quote from Hugh Jackson. He's the former coach of the Browns who uh, says that he fell into depression after being fired by the club. He said he wouldn't watch TV. He he only ate when his wife brought him food. And he wouldn't listen to his friends who tried to build him up after he was fired. And this is his quote. He said, football is what made me feel like who I am. People say that might be too far. No, it's not. You can't be good at what you do if you don't pour yourself into it. What you're saying, Chad, is you've got to pour yourself into something else or else you find yourself in sort of a fog. Yeah, you. that's exactly right. And I would say most people in professional sports are half crazy anyway. And so... You take half crazy and you retire and you got nothing to do, you're halfway on your road to depression if you're not careful. So that's why it's so important to jump into something else. And it really doesn't matter if it's something you absolutely love. Just get started. If you're halfway engaged, if you're engaged in something, then you're halfway to where you need to be. Just my encouragement to people both both former athletes, uh, former coaches, people who are in it, is just get going. Jump on the train somewhere and get moving. I imagine that's especially true for college athletes who uh, think they're headed to the NFL and they, they can't, they don't quite make it, and they need to dive into something. And sometimes it, they wander a while. Yeah, that's a really good point. And for guys at BYU who I get to work with, I'm trying all the time to help them make that transition from football to the rest of their life if it's a job and a lot of guys look at you like hey man I'm going to the NFL so I'll see you later and you're like okay well even if you do go to the NFL guess what it has a super short shelf life so you got to get ready for the you know the next 80 years of your life and you're going to be taking care of a wife and family so um it's great to put your eggs into that basket, but not all of them. you still got to have some wisdom and make some good decisions. So it's yeah, been fun phone, to talk to these guys. On the phone with us is Chad Lewis, uh, former All-American uh, BYU tight end. Uh, obviously had a, a great stint in the National Football League. And, and, and you know what, Chad, that last statement is, is, so, is so spot on. You know, you run across those guys, and Gordon and I talked about this earlier. There is a, there is a feeling if you play at any high level that you are untouchable in the sense of injury. And you know you, your, your career ended with injury. And the bottom line is longevity running backs are three and a half years in the National Football League. Uh, quarterbacks. Wow. Brady Brady is the exception. Yeah. Peyton Manning is the exception, okay? A lot of guys come and go, and there's no fanfare. There's no whistles. There's no parade when it's all said and done. And, Chad, I'm glad you said that because I still believe when guys go to college, the gift, and, and I know people are going to disagree with me on this, right? Because I know that 
the, the jersey sales and the likeness and the fact, and Gordon, you have your own opinions about, you know, uh, the, the monies that the NCAA gains from television contracts. But still, when I was recruited, it was, it was such a cool feeling to know that I could get my education paid for if I survived it. Uh, and and, and I, I think it gets lost in translation sometimes, Chad, that the educational process, if you can, get your degree because what it does at least gives you that second level of where you can go. As you just mentioned, many are lost. But if you have something to fall back on, then you have a place to move forward too. I mean, there's a whole other day of discussion about monies and, and, and what the players should or shouldn't be paid. But the education process still, I think, is very important. It still is overlooked way too much in, in collegiate athletics. Yeah, that's true. Education should be your plan A. That is your train. You jump on that thing and you hit it. And if it works that you get to go to the NFL, then pound that thing as hard as you can and take it as far as you can. But always remembering... Education is, is your plan A. That's everything. Well, uh, Chad, you got a, a football game coming up uh, six days from now down at Lavelle's place. Uh, how are you feeling about the preparation taking place at BYU for a very tough opponent? I feel good. It's, it's such a fun game. Like that rivalry game is a blast. Utah-BYU goes back over 100 years. And... I like this BYU group because they've they've had a good off season to look each other in the face and try and decide where they want to go and who they want to be. They've had a lot of people questioning them whether they're healthy, whether they're tough enough to beat their rival. And I like their practices so far in training camp. They've been clean, meaning not a ton of penalties or drop balls or missed assignments. They've had really good tempo. They have a lot of enthusiasm, just kind of the things that you would like to see in a program moving the right direction and and getting ready for a big game. Chad, from your point of view, when you played, what was the biggest impact of that of that rivalry? What what made it happen on and off the field? Oh, man, it was so fun. You knew half the guys on both teams. You'd see them at different events. We didn't have social media back then when we were dinosaurs, but it was still fun. And I would say the biggest impact was quarterback. I remember my senior year, even though we didn't throw the ball all over the place, we ran it, but we went into that game with Steve Sarkees and a proven leader, a guy who... We all loved Steve. It was really fun to play with him. He loved BYU. He loved being quarterback. He knew the shoes that he was standing in, and he just embraced it all. And that's kind of the way it goes with football is if you have a quarterback who's a stud leader who knows what he's doing, who has the leadership ability to get people to go with him, then you got something really special. Chad, uh, one question that we were discussing yesterday with this particular game is the fact that Utah has reached a point now where I, I think it's safe to say their depth is a little greater than BYU's. They have some awfully talented players up there. What role does emotion and focus play 
as far as an advantage for BYU playing on their home field in front of their fans. I mean, can the emotion overcome if there is any kind of talent deficit? Um, yeah, it can. If you if you focus that emotion, the emotion is the most critical for the first part of the game. You got to come out and play well. And then focus is what endures you to the very end of the game. And both are really key and vital. And last year, I thought BYU had great emotion coming out in that game, playing well early. And there were some injuries down the stretch. And I feel like there was a little wobble of focus. And and then when you're in someone else's territory and they get rolling, get that momentum turning, uh, it's hard to turn it back around. And so Utah captured that and, and rode that thing to a victory up there. So... I think in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, uh, great emotion to start the game, great focus to carry it out. But then since it is a rivalry game, you have to collectively have the, the fight to go for it and win that beast because it's a beast. It's a rivalry game. It's a lot of fun, but it takes everything you got and more. You got a score for us, Chad? Yeah. Chad, I was going to say you dare put a number on this game. <laughs> Yeah, 24-21 BYU. Mm. All right. Well, there you have it. Thanks for joining us, Chad. We appreciate it. And uh, do you, one last question. Do you have any, uh, do you have any lingering injury pain from uh, your playing days, or is that stuff pretty well been taken care of? Wow, good question. Tomorrow morning I'm riding my bicycle with some friends up over Suncrest, up Big Cottonwood Canyon, over Guardsman, down Heber, Ooh. All the way back home, 90 miles, 10,000 elevation, and I just feel like if I keep doing stuff, my body's going to work a lot better than if I sit home eating Cheetos. And so I know that I've written a lot of checks with my body that I'm going to have to cash, but so far I've been relatively healthy, and to which I'm really grateful. Yeah, because absolutely. some of my friends are, are hobbling, and it's a tough game. You yeah. know, I think I could make that ride with you, Chad, if I could use my e-bike. Let's do it. 4 a.m., leave an Orem, come with me. Holy cow, you're really riding that. That's impressive. You know what I'll do? I'll ride behind you in my car. <laughs> hey, if you bring some Gatorade, I will pay your gas. <laughs> All right, my friend. Hey, Chad, great talking with you. Looking forward to the game next week, and uh, I know you'll jump on with us again, pal. Best of luck. Any Anytime. Thanks, you guys. Chad Lewis, uh, just terrific tight end and a great representative uh, for college football and, of course, Brigham Young. I learned a lesson from Chad way back when. Uh, he made a prediction that he thought they could win a national championship back in the day. And I wrote a column that had as a part of it a, a sort of a sarcastic comment off of his comment. And he reminded me of that later. But I have learned, my life has taught me that if you're an athlete and you think big, I mean, it's one thing to brag. It's another to think positive. And I had a very interesting conversation just recently with a very well-known coach. I won't say who, but everybody knows him who talked about the importance of being around positivity. And there is a power to that. There really is that uh, 
you know, maybe Teddy Roosevelt had it right when he was uh, ripping the critics who aren't in the arena, you know, sweating and doing the work down there. You got to, if you don't believe it yourself, then how in the world are you ever going to get anything done? Great point. And Chad made a great point, too. It's about what you believe upstairs and how it can, and can overcome somewhat the deficiency of talent at times. You've seen, you know, there's stories everywhere of athletes who achieve greatness with maybe a little less yeah. than what the other guy has mm-hmm. because they believe and their work their work ethic is is stronger and better than the other guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Chad, thanks again for coming on right now. We say hello to Dan again from Bullfrog Spas. We're at the factory store out here at 146 South, 668 West. We've had some fans come by. Look, the swag is beginning to dissipate, uh, Gordon, a little <laughs> bit. But uh, let's talk about Labor Day sale. Uh, it's uh, factory discounts, all models, a $1,000 special Labor Day rebate, and you get financing starting at just $99 OAC. I hear about the selection. Let's talk about that. You got last year's models, display models, factory seconds, and the most important part is full factory warranties. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as as I think most people know at this point, we're a we're a manufacturer that's based here in Utah. We distribute these products all over the world through through retailers, but here in Utah, we have a network of factory stores where if we have the occasional last year's model scratch and dent or or a spa that maybe is refurbished, we, we sell them to, to our great Utah customers here, and, and Labor Day is a time that we, we add some additional discounts and rebates and make it really easier than any other time of the year financially to, to put a bullfrog spa in your backyard and start to really enjoy what that means for your family. If you can't make it out to the point of the mountain, don't worry, because you have a factory outlet stores, Springville, Orem, Bluffdale, Salt Lake, Layton, Logan, North Ogden, and tell me about what you've got going. You've got a tent, uh, the tent sale in Provo Town Center parking lot. That's right. So in the uh, Provo Town Center parking lot, look for the big yellow Bullfrog Spas tent. And this Labor Day sale, is a, it's a good enough opportunity, a big enough deal. We just wanted to make sure we had one more location that people could go to to get in on, on these savings. Uh, we're talking about savings of up to $5,000 on some of our models, an additional $1,000 factory rebate. So just a really good opportunity to, to as the weather's going to be getting cool, it's just these things are great year-round, but I love using a hot tub in the fall weather, the winter weather. So perfect time to be thinking about adding this to your backyard. You know, Dan, what I, I, I imagine right now is Gordon setting on a heavy snowfall night and just setting out there sipping on his beverage of choice and having Lisa just kind of take care of things in a nice, warm bullfrog spa. I try to not imagine Gordon in a <laughs> swimming suit in any situation. You know, I'm with you on that. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, well done, my friend. Well, are, you, are you saying you're picturing my wife? Well, I didn't say that, but... Uh, After all, you know what her pet name for, for me is. Right, well, yeah. This is devolving we, quickly. We, no, no, it's, it's a long statement. It's a long joke. Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. Yeah, there you oh, go. There you go. Yeah, that was there you go. Hey, See, that, that hurts. Why do why did I bring that up? I, I don't know. You don't know, know, but I do have a bullfrog spa. And my family loves it. I love it. We use it all the time. Uh, you know, all the cool things, the jetpacks and uh, the versatility of it. I have no complaints about about the uh, the functionality of it or the durability of it. Man, it's just been it's 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 made life better. And what you don't have and what you probably will be getting, because I, I know you, is the remote from the phone where you can start 
your hot tub prior to getting home now? Well, it might be time for me to uh, trade my model in and get one of these newfangled deals that Dan's talking about because these things are so weak. They almost drive themselves. Boy, you need one of these. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been Especially with the condition you're in now. I mean, you know, <laughs> the old war wounds. Yeah, are... yeah. Go out and soak. <laughs> soak in the tub. Hey, Dan, thanks for coming Thank by. Thank you. Thanks and, for being uh, here, we'll guys. we'll talk to you later in the show. All right, Dan, from uh, Bullfrog Spas, the big show rolls on. I don't know what Gordon's got up his sleeve, but you know oh, what? I I'm, got, I'm I got... standing by to find out, and I hope uh, listeners will, too. There's more on the list. A whole lot more. All right. Sounds good. Gordon's list on a Friday. This is 1280 The Zone, home of the Utah Jazz. This is DJ and PK. Riley Jensen joining us, College Football Insider. As nice as it is to be the media darling and the homecoming queen of this media season for the University of Utah, I hope they're not reading the press clippings. I hope they're not starting to believe the hype because nobody cares about preseason All-American awards. Nobody cares about preseason picks. It's about what happens during the season. It's an over-the-top love right now. I'm just like, okay, okay, yes, I'm with you. I think Utah has a chance to be really good this year, but pump the brakes a little. DJ's just been going nuts all year about it, and it's just driving me crazy. You gotta pump the brakes, DJ. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, this feels good. Welcome back to the big show. Bowler, Monson, back together again on a Friday afternoon. Jake, Bowler Jake, took the wheel. Jake, I had, I'm driving it now, pal. You're not getting Lisa's back. pet name for me is Bowler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jake, uh, Jake Scott's on vacation. He'll return uh, on Monday. And by the way, uh, the Zero Res Summer Sale will end coming up on August 31st, your last chance to get your fourth room cleaned for free no soaps shampoos or harsh chemicals zero res is the right way to clean call today and schedule your cleaning with zero res you know well we've talked a lot of football so far during the show today haven't really talked too much about the jazz i want to run a few things by you first of all did you see popovich said that he was relying on Donovan Mitchell, Kimball Walker, Marcus Smart for their leadership on Team USA but he did not officially named them team captains hmm so he did not officially name them that's what he said even though they have been uh, like almost knighted as the team captains i, <laughs> I mean think, i think he's just spoken of them as being you know the guys and uh but but it was uh, from what i've read it turns out that they are not official team captains so i think that's interesting from a standpoint of donovan mitchell's development one thing that uh, it's important, I think, for him not to take a back seat to these teammates on this Team USA, I think he should be every bit as aggressive as he, he will be with the Jazz or that you hope he'll be with the Jazz because even though the Jazz have more talent, more offensive talent, he needs to continue to do what he does. We talked with David Locke, and he was saying that he, he averaged like almost like 19.9. 20 shots a game, and that he should continue to take that many shots. I think where he can have a greater impact is being more efficient and getting to the free throw line. I totally agree. I think actually 19.9, if it's 20, 21, 22, I think he'll probably have a shot or two more. And also, I think that this this season – 
with the floor space and with Mike Conley running the show, I think also he'll be able to go to the rim. I think also that path will be less crowded. Uh, but also someone who defends or tries to attack him at the rim, Donovan also may probably get a couple more free throws a game, which elevates him into all-star status. That's 25, 26-point range category, maybe 27, maybe pushing it. We'll see because that's – for me, I get asked that all the time. You think Donovan's an all-star. Well, look – the, the ingredients are all in the bowl, right? I mean, it's, that's the way I look at it. It's there. It's bacon. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see what stops him. And with Conley at the point, look, he learned from Ricky, and they were great friends. This is another level with Conley, who's a terrific guy by all, by all accounts in the locker room and as a leader. And what he's getting from Pops, and even Quinn told him, look, inhale it. Be a sponge. What are you getting from Popovich and and, and Quinn Snyder? Can you be better coach, No, Gordon? I don't think so. Can you? No, no. I agree. I just see that and Maybe this- another voice is good to add to that sort of encyclopedia of of experience uh, in the NBA. Absolutely. I, I think Donovan has all the ability to, to, be, to come back. You know, I'm not concerned – and I don't know if you are, but I'm not at his age. Look, if you're back going on 23, 23, and it's a long summer, yes. But he wanted to be in better shape, and he should come back in better shape and to attack this 82-game schedule. It's a lot of basketball. It's a big commitment mm-hmm. uh, to be on this U.S. national team and then on to the, on to the Olympics. But it's one that, you know what, when you're young, why not? Uh, and, again, I think Donovan kind of is a slippery guy when, when he plays and finds the lanes and the seams. Uh, I, I think that bodes well for him uh, to hopefully stay healthy, uh, keep the feet, keep the legs, uh, you know, with uh, energy and athleticism because, you know, he makes his living off the ability to jump and uh, i i think again that other ear like you said that other that other voice uh from popovich can only help him in the long run how far away are we from uh seeing those guys report to camp it's just isn't well it, they uh, have an open court uh the after labor day i uh, don't quote me i haven't seen an official release but the, the the jazz start to kind of filter in and start to work on their own until camp now remember i think it's uh, october 5th the Adelaide 36ers are the Jazz' first preseason game before uh-huh. we head out to Milwaukee for the first road game. Uh, so We're talking about weeks. Yeah, we're talking weeks. In fact, I would think, what's today, the 23rd, the Jazz most likely would start camp a month from Monday, uh, I would think, getting, getting closer by the day. Hmm. And the season starts a little later this year to give those, those players – playing in the, uh, the 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 world cup or the uh, the world championships uh, a little more uh, another extra breather before they they go to camp all right bowler so i read where the jazz are supposedly bringing back the mountain jerseys from the 90s uh-huh. that's the uh, biggest rumor probably the biggest rumor that isn't kept been kept a secret and uh, I the guess floor's been the floor. Yeah, yeah. there have been some. Now, is this for special nights or is this all the time? Or I haven't. You know? I, honestly, honestly, I've not seen the total plan from the Jazz. The leaks have just constantly been coming. Uh-huh. And you I know that that probably doesn't bode well within the Jazz management. Uh, that it's leaking out. No, no. I mean, they, well, we don't they, know. They want to make a splash. They want to make a splash with this mm-hmm. announcement. But you know what? Uh, there were some great players in a great time when those jerseys were pretty popular. Yeah, a couple of guys decided to retire <laughs> their jerseys up in the rafters with that same mountainscape, right? Yeah, I guess so. And it's funny how things can be because remember when they were using those uniforms, people were 
thinking back to the more, the logo that the Jazz have sort of highlighted and think about how great those uniforms were. But when time goes by, suddenly you're always drawn to good memories, right? And those are good Jazz memories. You, you want to hear, uh, this is my fo- philosophy for the day, what was is. What was is. Wow. Wow, that sounds right. Exis- exis- existential. That's Think about that. Right. What was is you know what did it, someone what say? Was, is? is 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 what is was what, but, what is was is or is was what, was is what it is <laughs> what it is what it was. But you know it's it's it, isn't it though? Doesn't history repeat itself, or we supposedly go back to what was and the cycle continues? Seems like it. I mean, yeah, that's certainly true in the movie business. Let's ask Mr. Movie. There are no new ideas anymore. Everybody just recycles old yeah, ideas. Toy Story 9. There are new ideas, just no one goes and sees them. Everyone just wants to see the repeats. And Why not? See, they want the spinoffs. They want to visit yeah. uh, what they've already enjoyed. It's sort of funny how that works. All right, so, Bowler, as, as you consider everything that took place during the offseason, do you have lingering ideas now that you've had a chance to process it a little bit or questions that come to mind about how it's all going to work i get asked this Locke and i spent a couple of uh well we spent about an hour or so doing his uh summer podcast it mm-hmm. was fun we, we had a lot of fun breaking down uh what we thought the jazz where they are where they were and where they're going and i i think again from the time i've covered the jazz since way back uh, in 85, uh, when I first came to Salt Lake at the age of 14. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, not quite. <laughs> it was, it, it's, it's really intriguing. I think the excitement is for a reason. Look, on paper, this is dynamic. Uh, the Jazz are, uh, they put together a team with three-point ability in a, in a league that's all about the three and a big man who rolls to the rim and scores. Uh, the, the parts I'm wondering about, obviously, is Conley, and Donovan and their uh, ability to have the sixth sense that guard lines have to have and how quickly that will develop. Now, on paper, it looks good. And in the sense of history, it looks good because I think Donovan is a quick study. Uh, and also, we know what Conley is. We've seen it for 12 years in this league. It's consistent, Gordo, and that's the beauty of why they, I think they brought him here and the fact that he has that, and again, not to overuse it, but the Jazz DNA of locker room, teacher, mentor. All those things fit uh, the definition of Mike Conley. Uh, I'm still anxious to see how the bench fares, the strength of the bench, and most teams that run for a title or a conference championship always, usually, usually, will have quite a bench. Now, last year you didn't see it as much with Golden State. They weren't as strong off the bench. The five were fantastic when healthy. But is Ed Davis uh, and, you know, it, how, and Moutier, uh, Jeff Green. How, that's what I'm kind of waiting for in the preseason to see how Quinn uses those three and mixes with a George Niang and a Royce O'Neal. There's been talk that Royce could jump in as a starter and Joe comes in and, 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 and plays as, as, as a, bench, a bench guy. I'm not sure that's going to happen right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think Joe probably dictates that decision because he's earned it. And I, I, So there's a lot of storylines 
that I'm anxious to kind of see how they play out. And rotation and minutes always intrigue me and the way Quinn's going to use that team because many of these pieces are interchangeable. Uh, I think Locke would agree, you agree, and I think fans see there's so many. They can go big, they can go small. And death, you kind of saw that at the end of the last year too when, when Gobert set the bench in game four and the Jazz actually beat the Rockets with a smaller lineup with Faze. like that much. Not at all. Mm-mm. No, not at all. Uh, that was a rough night, I, I think, in the <laughs> locker room. But, you know, that's the way this team is, though. I, I think what Quinn uh, wants, uh, he has more versatility now, more than he's ever had uh, since he took over. And hard to believe this is the start of his sixth, sixth season yeah, with Utah. That's going quick. Uh, yeah, well, Bowler, I, th- I, I think it may take some time for the Jazz to come together, but I think there will be a continual evolution maybe throughout the whole season. With different options, these options of which you speak, there will be a time when when Quinn might be able to tinker with it, uh, even when it's working. You know, Think looking of, because I've seen these projections for the Jazz, and some people say they're going to be a great regular season team, and they wonder about the playoffs and all this stuff. Whatever he can do using the season to prepare for that postseason, that, 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 that's really what a coach's job is when you've got this kind of talent on. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? If people doubt the Jazz and his ability. Quinn Snyder's playoff ability, give me a break. I mean, he, he tried to come up with an incredible defensive scheme against, uh, you know, the Beard. And, you know, yeah. I think the Jazz are starting to kind of figure it out. Games three, four, uh, they got the win in four. I mean, look, who, who has a lot of success with, with Harden if he gets away with, well, never mind. But Did you see Harden complaining on that radio show yeah. about how uh, the, the, the media and everybody else fell for the narrative? Uh-huh. Uh, They're I'm, against him. I'm not exactly sure what the narrative is, other than the fact that he's, what, he's a he's traveler. Not a, he's not a two-way player. I mean, he's he plays mostly offense, and he plays mostly uh, with his own skill. As opposed, to, oh, he does get he does rack up the assists. Look, so. he's an amazing player. Ball handling skills are crazy. And look, until he gets caught, or they come up with a rule, or the officials, you know, call him on it. He's going to use the little slide step. I mean, that's what players do. You find Elijah one. Uh, the slide step. He was doing the uh, the rumba out there. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, he was doing the disco. Slide, I don't know what slide. I was doing. He was doing it all out there. The bump. I don't know. Take your pick on what kind of dance step it is. But until you know, someone says no, no. That's what he's. That's his yeah. go-to. Yeah. You know, Elijah one had the the shuffle. So I mean, it's it's. Remember Elijah one? He said. He said when jazz fans were all, you know, giving him a hard time about traveling. I still remember everyone in the arena that time doing the traveling, the signaling traveling. As far as they didn't bring whistles with them. And he said, uh, he said, uh, the, the fans in Utah are unsophisticated. <laughs> my my steps in the low post are sophisticated. So oh, oh. It was beyond everyone's ability to understand. Non-sophistication. <laughs> Uh, he was a player. There's no doubt about it. We do a non-sports report. We when will we come back. coming up next. What, the non-sports and, report. You and, gotta, give us a. You know what we do in this business? We tease what's coming up. What are we doing? Well, I got two uh, stories for the non-sports report, but we might also 
learn what we can, uh, what, what Craig Bowlerjack can teach us. Really? Uh, you know, we had got a tease of that earlier in the show. Maybe we can continue on ah, with it. You know? Tanner, uh, Tanner Mangum is going to join us in the 5 o'clock hour. He is. Uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, former Cougar quarterback Tanner Mangum will break down what's going to happen Thursday night. So we can look forward to that right here on the big show. All right, it is time for the Not Sports Report. It is the highlight of the day on the entire station. Even all the guys, all the on-air talent, all the producers, they tune in. They never miss this particular You know scene. what I've heard around the Valley that actually work stops now <laughs> just for the, the gross My heart stops every day now. Austin, yeah, he's got his uh, finger on the dump button. Jeez. I know that. <laughs> Austin, you okay, pal? Yeah, Bowler, I I really think LHM Used Car Supermarket deserve a better segment to sponsor, but hey, they can choose what they want. Not Sports Report, every day, brought to you by LHM Used Car Supermarket. (laughs) Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at LHMUsedCars.com. The people have spoken. There are millions out there who look forward to this. And Not thanks me. To LHM. Well, you're you're the only. Well, you might have. A couple I'm a host. Of but anyway. a producer. <laughs> All right, a couple of things real quick. All right, I can Bob. hardly wait. The first one is. Slightly sports-related, but not really. A woman in Chicago was walking to the gym. Okay. Chicago. Chicago. In Chicago. And two young teenagers decided she would be an easy target to mug. Well, they confronted her. One of them hit her. What they did not know, that Claire, her name is Claire Quinn, happens to be a trained Golden Gloves boxer. Love this. What happened? Well, let's just say uh, she made them pay with the sweet science skills that she had. A little combo left-left, over-the-top right. This is, this is what she said. A motto I like to live by is do no harm, but take no bleep. <laughs> well, Claire punched one of the men repeatedly in the groin, taking no bleep, but causing some harm. <laughs> she did. And I think the other one ran... The- <laughs> The other one ran away. I'd be running. So yeah. she, she punished him. Man, I'm telling you, boxing is – everyone thinks they can fight, right? I'm a tough guy. I can fight. No, you can't. Not against people who know how to do it. And Claire uh, made him pay. I thought that was funny. Here's the other thing. Who do you think is the highest paid actor in Hollywood? You know what? I believe I heard this a couple of days ago. Hold on. Actor? Yeah. Or actress. Uh, I think I know it. I, I think there's a lot of discrepancy between uh, the two, but I was thinking of entertainer. I think Taylor Swift. No. Uh, this is more TV and movie stars kind of thing. Uh, I think the actor right is uh, well, The Rock. The Bradley Cooper guys in the uh, Avengers stuff? or No. It's, it's, uh, oh, you're thinking of uh, uh, the con- Robert the, Downey Jr.? Yeah, the Marvel comic uh, actors. Yeah, it's, it's Dwayne Johnson. Oh, The Rock. I mean, the yeah, Rock. Yeah, yeah. How much? How much? Ninety million over the last year. Ninety mil. Ninety for being the rock. Million for being able to what? Kick his eyebrow up. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> I kind of like him. Yeah, it's hard not it's to kind like of a him. Guilty pleasure, but I think he's he's real fun. Real quick story. My first year at CBS. You know, he had a very small tenure of college football, at I believe. Oh, Austin, help me here. Was I at Florida, Florida State, uh, Miami. Or Miami? Miami, yeah. Miami. Oh, yeah. I was at the old Orange Bowl mm-hmm. with my then partner, Ed Cunningham. And The Rock was supposed to come on with us, but he 
he got choked up down on the field and he couldn't talk. Drinking like a Gatorade. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but that's when he was really just making his first move into the, what, W World Wrestling yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's uh, he was a football player, injured, I believe, and then became obviously what he is today. He's like Schwarzenegger 20 years ago. Yeah. He is an action star, and he does all kinds of things. Comedy does all sorts of things now. Who's an actor that if he's in a movie, in a film, you're gonna, you're much more likely to go see it? Uh, let's see. Uh, is it Ryan Reynolds or Brian? You like I like Ryan him. Reynolds? I like Cooper. I thought he was great in uh, Star Is Born. That surprised uh-huh. me. I had no idea he was that multi-talented. Uh, is there an actress? I guess they're all called actors now. But actors can't can't differentiate. Anybody, right? any, anybody uh, come uh, to mind? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot, Austin. I don't know if I've ever asked you that. You're the. If Tom Hanks actor. makes a movie, I'm there. Tom Hanks uh, every yeah, time. Tom Tom Hanks Castaway was. You know what's amazing? Will Smith at one time it really was was an intriguing uh, actor as well because you know Austin, you are a movie man, but when you have to be the the centerpiece of an entire two-and-a-half-hour flick like in I Am Legend and Castaway, you can see your faults. And I, I thought both those guys were marvelous in both roles. Yeah, I agree. What did it mean at the end of Castaway when he's standing out at the crossroads in the intersection? Well, is he got, he, got, he going to go back to the to the woman he delivered the the uh, the, the wings on the package to? I, I or think, is, is, that, is that the direction he's going? I think... Maybe he was going to give that a shot because he knew. He doesn't want to go back and break up the marriage. No, I think he realized that on that rainy night. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh-huh. you got to go home. And she goes home, right? So she then goes he home. delivers the, the, the box. I think he's I, – I don't think anyone can ever live up to Wilson, really. So uh, I don't know that he's going back Wilson. to the woman on the ranch. <laughs> Wilson floating in the ocean. <laughs> floating away. Floating away. Holy cow. That was rough, man, to yeah. see Wilson go on. <laughs> sure was. Choked me up a little bit. Dan, is there an actor that you uh, you just have to go see if he's in a movie or she's in a movie? Ooh. Careful with this if your wife is listening. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's funny because just, just last night I apparently told her for the first time, I'm from the uh, Beverly Hills 90210 <laughs> uh, generation. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I I didn't realize I'd never let her know that when I was a kid in high school I had a crush on Shannon Doherty. Oh, wow. That's going way back How'd she handle that? She... she like wives do. Yeah. Did, did she? Oh, really? <laughs> really? Does Tell she, me more. Does she have a secret crush on Leo DiCaprio or somebody like that? She's smart enough to keep it to herself oh, if she ah, does. Very good. I can tell you that. Okay. Hey, I'm sitting here listening to Gordon sell the Not Sports Report, and I'm pretty sure I've got some opening in our Bullfrog Spas factory stores for sales help because, he not wow, a great salesman? what a sales job. It's unbelievable. Amazing. He makes you really want to believe that he's right. Right. And it's, 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 it's always interesting. When you know yeah. he's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of... He's a terrific BSer. Dan, (laughs) he's a great BSer. Dan, uh, you know uh, the Labor Day sale. And let's talk about that because discounts, all models, uh, you've got just factory outlets throughout the valley. Talk about the selection that people can get uh, to can look at. You got last year's models, display models, factory seconds, and I love this. You guys guarantee it all. Yeah, absolutely. Factory warranty on on any of that inventory that we're liquidating. And, you know, we always have some of some of that type of inventory, maybe a scratch and dent or a last year's model right now this year, especially it's especially important 
for us because we're in the process of, of, of building a new large plant out in the Harriman area. And as we move out there to, to manufacture in the future, we need to we need to make sure that we are we're clearing the warehouse on our on our way out of, of this Bluffdale location. We will st- continue to be in this location for for retail uh, in the future, but we'll be manufacturing uh, a little bit further out west. So scratch and dance uh, uh, refurbs display models. You'll save up to five thousand dollars off of our regular factory prices plus, or, or off of MSRP plus. You'll get the uh, Labor Day rebates, which are up to an additional thousand dollars. So it's a great time with uh, with those discounts on, and then rebates on top of that, the full factory warranty like you mentioned, uh, financing as low as $99 a month OAC. Just a, This is the sale that uh, people wait for and they know that we pull out all the stops for Labor Day. Also, Dan, this is a great showroom. If you want to stop by, it's open right now and we'll be here till 6 o'clock but 146 South, 668 West. There's some jazz swag. You can come in, hats and, and t-shirts and come by but also take a look at these fine, uh, this fine showroom because right behind you is that... Uh, well, that that is that's a horse. That's <laughs> that, a ten man. That's uh, right, a ten person. I should say, uh, spa. That's that a looks, stable for the horse. That, <laughs> it's a stable for. But I mean, that's that's a great place to have a family activity, a nice party, and the canopy over it, man, really makes that this cool. Thing. It's yeah, all motorized. I'm, I'm it raises. Motorized. It raises. It lowers on its own. Uh, yeah, that's the. It's a new model this year. It's called the A9L. It's the largest hot tub we've we've ever manufactured. And, you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, back in the day when this company started almost 20 years ago, I think you guys did we, this show at our very we first location. We, we did that little manufacturing plant in Sandy, and uh, it's been it's been fun to have did you, you be you part had, of this all these years. Did you not have a showroom up on or a factory outlet store in, on State Street as well? Uh, don't think we've had one on State Street over the years, but. Uh, but uh, definitely up in the holiday area, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then Layton, and and uh, well, we further kinda, north from we, there. We made the tour. I, I mean, this is a success, a business success story here in Utah. Yeah, it's it's been fu- it's been fun to be a part of, and and it's nice that we still manufacture some things in the U.S. and here in Utah. Right, uh, we're in an industry like many that a lot of the products are manufactured outside of the country, and so the fact that we're doing it right here in Utah is pretty cool. Dan, uh, again, thanks for having us out. We'll talk in the 5 o'clock hour. Bullfrog Spas is the Labor Day sale. Don't forget the tent sale is also underway in the Provo Town Center Mall parking lot. Uh, it's a great deal. $1,000 off uh, special Labor Day rebate plus the factory discounts for all the models as well. Dan, we'll see you in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, Gordo, I know you're up in the, in the next hour with uh, Tanner Mangum, and I'll try to join you a little bit later. But right. Uh, right now, thanks for having me, by the way. Oh, Bowler, thanks for sitting in. And have a great weekend. 12 1280 The Zone.